everyone. Welcome to Main Street UCI, the podcast about all things Disney. I'm Jennifer. I am Zen. And I am Emily. Today we're back with another round of our newest segment, Disney 123. The way it works is we choose a Disney-related topic. In this case, we're going to be talking about the shows that you can see at the Disney parks. And then comes the 123. We'll each choose our one favorite show at a Disney park and then give two reasons why it's our favorite, followed by three interesting facts related to that show. But before we get to our choices, let's take a quick break and hear from our sponsor. When you look back upon your life and you see all the things you achieved, certainly none of them started with inaction. And when you're planning for your next career journey, Find us, the University of California, Irvine. We've over 80 convenient online certificates to help you navigate the future, and we're the perfect Sherpa for your next big adventure. Find us at ce.uci.edu. Welcome back, everyone. So my choice is the right choice. (laughs) (laughs) wow (laughs) no so the my favorite um my favorite performance at disneyland is the storytelling at the royal theater Ooh, nice have you guys gone i've gone once i I think don't know if i've ever gone really I i don't i don't remember it okay then then i'll explain it a little bit so a storytelling at the Royal Theater is there is something called the Royal Theater. Royal Theater is in Fantasyland, mm-hmm. and it was the previous location of. Uh, well, I'll, I'll get to that. Um, it's in Fantasyland, and it's where you get to go meet all the princesses, and it looks like a little cobblestone old city in Europe, and that's where children meet princesses and hang out and do things. But one of the things that they do is they do like an old kind of Ren Faire version of a couple different movies. And my favorite one happens to be the Tangled Storytelling at the Royal Theater. Yes, that's the one I've seen. Okay. And I'm trying to think of, I mean, I've seen three of them. Hmm. I just, you know, there's three different versions, and also I'm blanking on the other two, but this is my favorite. And what they do is they do in a Renaissance fair fashion, they react, they, they reenact the Tangled movie, and um, it's really fun because, um, like you see in the old movie, like a like you've seen a Renaissance fair, or you see like in a movie um, from that period of time um the actors will place multiple roles so like Mm -hmm. sometimes you'll see the same person like you know he's the one who's announcing and all of a sudden he disappears and he comes back as like one of the characters comes back as flynn rider yeah he'll disappear and he'll come back as you know like another character and they're incredibly like the one of my favorite scenes is um do you remember that one scene in the movie where well it's it's you got it. Rapunzel throws out her hair and that's how you climb up into the, into the tower. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what they do is obviously there's no tower, but what they do is they throw out her hair and they put it sideways. Yeah. Across, 
across the whole stage and they climb up it like the Batman 1960s, 1970s movies. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, but good. so they're, so they're kind of leaning over like L's and they, yeah. and they got the hair taut and they're climbing and the whole time they're singing and they're telling jokes and they, there's a lot of, um, audience interaction because one of the first things they teach you is like okay there's when we cheer we say huzzah oh yes yeah and when we're when there's a bad guy you say fi and then you know like fi you actually had to hold up your fist and wave your fist and so the thing is that certain times and what do we say and then the whole crowd yells out huzzah and then the evil villain came you know fine you know so it's interactive it's just such a good show it's um they have a live uh, musician on stage who plays the piano that goes along with it it is just the most the i think it's probably about 15 minutes it is the best 15 minutes you can spend at disneyland seriously um so that's uh i think i went through more than two reasons why i (laughs) like the thing (laughs) Um, That's fine. So, um, so my three random facts, and I almost got ahead of myself before. We almost had to do a three, two, one, but um, so I don't give away all my facts. But <laughs> the first thing was it was where the, the original location of Carnation's Gardens Plaza was, and mm-hmm. that's where used to be when you come to Disneyland. There used to be a lot of young people who would dress up in swing clothes and they would go and dance. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that was a was big contentious so cool. thing too when they announced that they were going to transform that, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it. I really, really, really enjoyed seeing. You know, there's a lot of you know probably teens to early twenties. They would come in their zoot suits or whatever clothes, yeah. and they would dance swing all night. They would they would get annual passes and they would just come in to do swing dancing. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. Yeah. And every Friday and Saturday night that I would go there and, you know, maybe on certain weekdays or maybe it was on the weekdays. All I remember is a certain day of the week or a couple of days a week, they would come all dressed up to the tees. They were gorgeous and they would just, and just some of the most amazing dancers you've ever seen. Yeah. Um, they were almost like an unofficial show, you know? Yeah. So cool. I mean, I would go watch them and they would yeah. just do it the whole night long. I'm not sure if they went on any rides, but they would get a pass just to come and dance. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was kind of like what they did in the sixties, right? With the whole like date night at Disneyland, but then yep. they just kind of continued the tradition. Yep. Um, I had heard rumors that they try- were trying to start it up again in another location or somewhere in fantasy fair. Oh. I don't, because fantasy fair kind of shuts down right after the fireworks. Yeah. So there's no reason why they can't let them dance there still. Mm-hmm. So I had th- heard rumors that they were doing it again, but I don't know if they are. So that's mm. fact number one. Um, fact number two, interesting factoid is, have you seen Clopin's music box there? Oh, no. yeah. Okay. So there's this interesting mechanical. Okay. it. How would you describe it? It's like, it's a, roughly maybe a five foot machine um it's a couple maybe six to ten inches deep and um there's a glass front mm-hmm. and it's it's um 
it's a bunch of cutouts of a scene from, I believe it's the Hunchback of Notre Dame, Mm -hmm. um, which is, um, Clopin is the narrator of the Hunchback of Notre Dame. So, uh, and there's a handle on the front of it. So you twist the handle and all the characters move kind of, um, and music plays. Uh, So the first thing is that the music is a song called Turvy from the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. So factoid number two, it's a really cool box. Go check it out. You know, go give that thing a um, spin around. And it's a lot of fun to watch it for like a couple minutes. But here's my second fact. Um, there's not a lot of facts about the Tangled show. show so I kind of went sideways. If you look very, very carefully you'll see there's like a crowd scene and there's a bunch of crowd people in there and you can see in there, you'll find Geppetto. Oh, the coachman from Pinocchio. Huh? Wendy is in there in the, in the crowd, Mr. Smee, <laughs> Peter Pan and Gaston and, um, bell and beast in human form. Oh, wow. Yeah. I've seen Bell before. I didn't know that everyone else was in there, too. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, there's a few more, actually. Um, wow. Tony from Lady and the Tramp. <laughs> if you keep looking very, very carefully, you may see a Flynn Rider oh. and Snow White and a handful of dwarves. Wow. So all in this box, it's only like about two and a half feet wide and, you know, Anyways, so, like, if you get a chance, go give it a spin. Try to find all the characters hidden in the background. There is hmm. no Waldo, though. Oh, Aw. That would have been. Until Disney buys company. it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then we're going to have uh, Waldo, it, like, hidden all over next to right. Mickey's and <laughs> in a small world. Oh, my God. <laughs> So storytelling at the Royal Theater, but specifically Tangled. Yeah, that one's so good, man. I know the other one is Beauty and the Beast, but I don't know what the third one is. Oh, so there's are there three? There's three versions. So I think depending on I think they tell depending on the day at what time you go, there is a couple of um, a couple of uh, it's it just depends on what time you show up. Mm. So, hmm. I think cool. I think Always. there's more than. Oh, I'm okay. sorry. No, no, no. Um, I was at, I was trying to form think of a question, but so Tangled is fairly new compared to Beauty and the Beast. Yes, right. Um, mm-hmm. Have they just swapped them out or rotated um, the different princess shows? I guess that they've shown there. I really don't. I don't I th- remember seeing any of this. You know, maybe I'm wrong maybe it's only the two of them but they they Hmm. you know like in the afternoon so there's multiple showings throughout the day Mm -hmm. and get there early because the thing is like you want to get there um like at least 15 minutes ahead of time otherwise you kind of get the you know it's a really small area probably only seats maybe 150 Mm -hmm. but um but if you have kids, they put like rugs on the floor and their 
kids can sit oh, on the you. rugs oh, right mean. up next to the stage. I mean, like literally they kind of, every once in a while a kid puts their hand on the stage and someone has to tell get your hand off the stage. <laughs> yeah. You know, the actors will right. accidentally step on their hands. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm sure they're going to have more too, but it's just a matter of, as time goes by, what's, what will be the next one? Mm-hmm. Yes. That's a really good choice. That's a, like for such a small theater, you wouldn't expect it to be as good as it actually is. It, it's it it's good no matter what size. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. You can find them on YouTube. Oh yeah, that's, that's true. true. That's a good idea. Yeah. yeah. If you if you know because I don't think they're during because it's a tight spot they're not really doing the shows right now. I get the impression. Yeah. So the thing is that if you want to watch it, just go onto YouTube and watch it. And there's, it's funny because after you do it a few times, you'll start to recognize that actually they'll have a couple different um, actors play. Mm. It's like, Hey, I didn't see you that last time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Nice. Good choice. That was a good choice. I want to see that now. YouTube. <laughs> I know, right? That's true. Okay. So I'm going to take us from a small oh, Frozen. Sorry. Theater. <laughs> Wait, what about Frozen? I think they do a Frozen too. Oh. Oh, okay. That would make sense. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Funny that you mentioned Frozen because I was going to say I'm going to take us to a small theater to a larger theater, the Hyperion. Ooh. And right now, or now, present day, they are showing Frozen there, but my favorite show, and I'm sure as many other people's favorite shows, is Aladdin. Yes! Yes. <laughs> I can't believe I forgot about Aladdin. I was trying so hard to think of um, like shows that I watch at Disneyland because I'm, not, I'm there for the rides and then the food and mm-hmm. then the shows. So shows aren't my forte in Disneyland knowledge, but I can't believe I forgot Aladdin. Anyways, Aladdin was at the Hyperion Theater in California Adventure for for 13 years. I believe it's the longest running show. um, Wow. Yeah. So it started um, 2003 and ended, last show was January of 2016. Wow. That's crazy. It was a popular show. Very clearly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And it's a 45 minute production. And basically, it's a Broadway style, for those of you who don't know, but it's a Broadway style, 45-minute production of Disney's 1992 animated movie, Aladdin, of course. So you basically get a truncated version of the movie live in the theater. And it is so fun, and I wish they still had it, because to be honest, when I've watched Frozen twice... Since it's been um, showing, and I fall, I fell asleep both times. <laughs> oh no! It's you in your old age. Yeah, it's it's like not that it's bad or anything. Frozen is really good. It's just for some reason it feels so much longer than forty five minutes. Oh, um, I feel like it's just so detailed. But we're not here to talk about Frozen. <laughs> we're talking about Aladdin. <laughs> okay, so Aladdin. I'm always awake when I watch that show. And that is a good thing. <laughs> so why is it my favorite? Because um, the music, Aladdin's soundtrack is so good. And then they even have at least one, if not more, original songs that are specifically for the show. So production, they go into the audience with like the elephant 
oh, Prince Ali's right. uh, processional, I guess, when he goes yeah. through the audience. And then they have like the flying carpet when um, Aladdin and Jasmine are flying in the air. It's just so fun. And then, of course, my second reason why it's my favorite the genie's jokes yes oh i missed that oh my god it's so funny um he so i was reading like everything is scripted for the show except for the genie's jokes because he switches them out to obviously reflect today's pop culture Mm -hmm. yes yes what's and, and actually what could be happening even that week yeah it's like so current so relevant um it was it's always or it was always just so funny to see to hear the genie i guess referencing these things that just happened like yesterday that you just read on the news or something like that yeah Uh, but it's so funny and i think they tried to recreate that with olaf and frozen but it just isn't the same oh I don't know. It, it's not the same coming from a, a snowman as it is coming from a <laughs> genie, I guess. Even, like, character-wise, like, he's brand new to the world. Why is he going to know everything versus someone who's lived for thousands and thousands and thousands of years and been everywhere, you know? That, like, that logic is very that sound. That's that too much. That's <laughs> too much logic. I know. <laughs> but it, it was just such a great show. Um, I don't have any other specific reasons why it's my favorite but i feel like the fact that it ran for 13 years um just shows how much people loved it and i don't really know why they ended it other than just maybe bringing in something new Hmm. but i'll bring in some interesting facts the first one um that is the aladdin show Although it's no longer at Disneyland, it still plays um, on one of the Disney cruises. So if you want to see that, and if you're into cruises, then that's your thing. (laughs) Then you should go see it there. Or you can, of course, actually, I don't know, of course, but I would assume maybe it's on YouTube, the show. I don't know. Everything's on YouTube, right? Okay. Second interesting fact is the timeline of the Hyperion shows. So I've only ever known of Frozen that's playing present day and then Aladdin that was came before it. But then I was wondering, was Aladdin the opening show? And no, it was not. The opening show at the Hyperion when California Adventure opened was actually an original Disney musical called Disney's Steps in Time. Oh. Do you huh. know either? <laughs> Have you ever heard of that? I think I'm, I've heard of it, but I haven't seen it at all. I'm fairly certain I've seen it, but I don't have a recollection of it. <laughs> yeah, it only ran for, let me see, where did my timeline go? It ran for like a year, maybe. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It wasn't, and I was trying, I did super light uh, research on, on this one. I couldn't really find information about the very first show unless i wanted to watch a video of it and i did not watch the video um but then after that musical it was replaced by blast a scaled down version of the musical blast which that i had more information on i guess i've seen that one it's like a really extravagant stomp oh i was gonna encounter i don't know i haven't watched stomp yeah Anyways, go ahead, please. Okay, so Blast, from what I could tell, was like a really extravagant 
orchestra musical kind of situation where mm. li- it was live performers playing instruments, but in like crazy choreogra- choreographed stuff with like, and things flying everywhere. It made me reading about it. It kind of felt like um, the Mickey Mouse's uh, that show that's behind award wieners, award winning wieners, the, the like Donald Duck, Mickey Mouse orchestra oh, thing. Oh, the Phil Her Magic. Yes, Phil yeah. Her Magic. So it reminded me of the Phil Her Magic, but instead of it, you know, being on screen like animated, it was people playing instruments just like in a crazy way Hmm. Um, that also only lasted a year and so they didn't find success until aladdin which ran for 13 years then after that was frozen so frozen's been there for four ish years i don't know if you count last year because no one went to go see it because it was closed (laughs) yeah that was or is the timeline of hyperion um and then the last interesting fact I saved because it's the most interesting to me is that in September of 2011, the flying carpet, it was used to be hung by some contraption, something happened and there was a malfunction and the entire carpet flipped over. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so the actors were upside down and luckily no one was hurt, but they stopped the, um, the performance right away evacuated the whole building and, you know, got the actors down safely. And then they didn't bring the magic carpet back for a year and a half oh, until yeah. they reworked like the yeah. mechanisms. So that was crazy. That's right. I remember that. Oh, so scary. Can you imagine just like suddenly you're upside down and, Oh, well, it was kind of a big thing when they brought it back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember it's kind of like the carpet's back. You yeah. Know? So, so good, man. I really miss that show. It is so good. It just like, even though it's the same idea as Frozen, so they're both truncated versions of the animated movie, they just did it so much better. Mm-hmm. And like, they picked the right things, added in like, and even an original song or two, and the like, sprinkled in the genie's relevant pop culture jokes and it was just such a perfect combination of like yeah it was like specifically a disneyland show versus for me frozen is just you're watching the movie but with live actors Mm. that was pretty much it for me yeah i've I've never been inspired to go watch it just because I've heard that it's not really as good as Aladdin. And even just like looks wise, the Aladdin show was so rich in like different colors and textures. And like, it was like the fact that it kind of deviated from the animated movie was really cool to see like, Oh look, they reimagined her outfit this way. Or like, you know, the set designs and stuff. Like it was so neat to see all of that versus like frozen just looks kind of like, frozen what you're yes. used to lots of blue <laughs> lots exactly. of silver you know lots, lots of snow it's mm-hmm. it really is just the movie but in on a theater on a, on a stage <laughs> yeah. that's why it feels so long but if you want to rest your eyes i guess but also like the seats are not comfortable you're sitting so straight 
Like there is no, it feels like there's, if I remember correctly, I don't remember like any cushion. It just feels like very straight back, flat seat and like super small, like little room because they're trying to fit so many people in the theater. And it's like, I don't know. It's just not the same experience. Hmm. But Aladdin, favorite show. That's what, (laughs) that's what we want to end with. (laughs) That could be the right answer. Maybe I was wrong. Right. <laughs> well, it's funny that you went with one that's kind of now defunct because I sort of went in the same direction. So the one that I chose is Fantasmic, but not the current version of Fantasmic, but the one that actually was the first version that ran from 1992 through 2016, or Ooh. I think around 2016. 2016 um, was their year of changing things up. Right? <laughs> yeah. They, they did a lot of that, I think, because of Galaxy's Edge. And then while they were at it, they were like, let's just go ahead and retool the show because it's pretty old at this point. So let's fix it. And it really did not need to be fixed. So what I loved the most about the old version of the show. Well, actually, I mean, I think everyone pretty much knows what Phantasmic is. But just in case you don't, Phantasmic is this nighttime spectacular. And it's kind of the first time that Disney try to incorporate um, like not just fireworks, you know, like they wanted a show, but have it at night, but not be a parade and not be just a fireworks show. So what they did was they incorporated um, the rivers of America and they incorporated water screens and um, different like lights and lasers and fireworks and, and different props that appear out of nowhere. And um, you know, you've got different actors on, different ships that you ordinarily would be able to ride during the day. Like there's the rafts from Tom Sawyer's Island. There's the sailing ship Columbia. There's um, the Mark Twain. So all of those things that are just kind of like normal everyday things. And, you know, the, the still waters of the rivers of America suddenly get transformed into this nighttime spectacular. It's like this, journey through imagination and you know you kind of see both sides like the beauty of imagination and love and and adventure and then you see like the darker sides with all the the villains getting into the act so it's a really cool story and i think the original version had a really good kind of cohesive story even though it was like different vignettes and things like that i don't really think they did as good of a job with the update but We'll discuss that in a bit. But yeah, so like I loved the music that they had in the original one. The The overall theme that they came up with is just so good. And you still hear it sometimes if you're in the Esplanade um, in between Disneyland and California Adventure or even in downtown Disney, they'll still play it. Um, the way that they made medleys of different songs, like they had a medley of, um, what was it? It was Someday My Prince Will Come part of your world and what was the third one i think tale as old as time yeah so like they they had like the princesses floating by on the tom sawyer rafts and then they have like all this well actually no not tom sawyer rafts i think they were separate barges maybe but like you know, like it was just this really pretty combination of all three of those songs. And they even reimagined other songs like they had Pink Elephants on Parade from Pinocchio that like was done in kind of like this rock and roll style. It was really cool. And just like, I don't know, they, they did so many cool things that, um, 
you know, you wouldn't normally imagine from a nighttime show. So that was really cool. And then I loved the overall mixture of like the different ways of displaying things like the water screens mixed with the projections and the lights and the, the interesting props that came out of nowhere. And like, they have these really tall marionettes of um, Pinocchio. And then the, I think it's like a supposed to be a girl from Sweden and a girl from France, if I remember correctly. So like they had like the three puppets all like larger than life. And it was just a really, really cool show. So but then they kind of changed everything. But so it was kind of hard to find facts about the older version. But I did happen to find one that I thought was really, really interesting. So do you guys remember at the very, very end of the show when all the Disney characters are on the Mark Twain and they're all kind of like celebrating? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Do you remember who is at the very head of the Mark Twain? No. No, I couldn't. So. At the very, very front is usually Ariel in her mermaid form, right? Okay. So because of that, they have to kind of secure her in place so she doesn't fall and doesn't get injured. But they can't really unhook her before all the finale fireworks are going to go off. So instead, they actually wrap her in a fireproof blanket. Oh, what? Yeah. That's so funny. So they they do a good job hiding it. Like, I don't think I've ever noticed until, like, someone told me and then you can look back at videos and stuff and you see them just, like, quickly, like, wrap her up really quick and then run. But, yeah, it's kind of funny. (laughs) So go go on YouTube and look and see if you can spot it. I'm going to look for it now. Spot the aerial. (laughs) (laughs) And I have heard, too, that, that she actually does get some, like, a slightly more pay like combat pay kind of thing you know <laughs> hazard pay. there's a little hazard pay that's it thank you okay. oh my gosh. so yeah so there's that and then um those water screens i mentioned before those are made using sprays of mist and they are 60 feet wide each of Whoa. these screens so pretty okay. impressive i gotta tell you a story okay so just because you said this i had to go look it up mm-hmm. so everyone's on the mark twain so everyone's on the mark twain and they start shooting off the fireworks and right before they shoot off the fireworks and maybe that you said this but i it didn't click in my head mm-hmm. everyone leaves the boat yes and they all go indoors and the only person left on the platform is Ariel yep. with a blanket on top of her head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with like and a gray blanket on her head. It's oh hilarious to watch because you just, you <clears throat> literally see people just like quickly like fling the blanket on her and then run. <laughs> like get out quick. The fire is coming. Would you, I mean, when you described it as like, I don't, I don't understand. And then when you actually watch it, it's like, oh my God. Yeah. It's exactly like you described, but it's almost comical. <laughs> yeah, it is. It really is. So, okay. It makes me wonder too, like how, like I, I'm sure they must have to fix her wig every single time, then, because, like, that's my first thought as a former cosplayer is just like, oh my god, her wig must get wrecked in the process, or who knows, you know. But there's a video on YouTube called "Bagging of the Fish." <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's perfect. <laughs> Quick, bag the fish. <laughs> the fireworks are coming. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So 
<laughs> poor Ariel. But yeah, that's that happened. So go go check out the video. And then my final fact: this is one that kind of pertains more to the newer version. Um, when they were planning the updated version of Fantasmic, there's a section of the old version where they would use the sailing ship Columbia and it would be this really cool battle between Peter Pan and Captain Hook and you would see, you know, pirates are swinging from the rafters and, you know, like it's just, it's so cool and and so visually stunning because people are are doing like flips and, and tricks and stuff as they're, you know, acting out this fighting scene. And then in the new version, they updated that and they made it into Pirates of the Caribbean. But I don't know. Like, it, it's, it wasn't ever as colorful. They tried to go for, like, a, a darker, more sinister, scarier look. And even just the, the dialogue is mostly this character, like, yelling for Jack over and over and over again. It was really, really annoying, in my personal opinion. But... In that version, what they were initially planning to do, apparently, was to use projection mapping with the actors. And so they would have the projection mapping follow the actors and then make them look like they were undead. So that was the original plan, but it didn't really work out too well because it was really difficult to time when the actors would be in their certain spots and then have that mapping, like, be exactly on them. So, unfortunate. But that would have been really cool. Maybe that would have saved that part. So. But yeah, I I really miss the old version. Like that one, I would have had no qualms sitting at the Rivers of America waiting for like over an hour just to get a good seat. Like I remember my family doing that a couple times when I was really young. But yeah, for the new version, YouTube is fine. (laughs) (laughs) that's my new motto youtube is fine (laughs) especially during a pandemic youtube is fine so is the music in the new one any different or do they use the same song yeah they i think like the overall theme is the same but they made new versions of the music and if i remember correctly like it's new mashups and new medleys and stuff but they're not quite as well done. And in fact, I think a lot of it was just kind of using the original songs where the original Fantasmic recreated those songs and did them in such an interesting new way that it was like, wow, this is really cool. Like, you know, hmm. so like, I, I just always think of that, um, the pink elephants on parade. Oh, you know, actually that wasn't from, that was from Dumbo. Now that I think of it. Which would make more sense anyway. But like <laughs> the, the rock version of it is just so bizarre. You're just like, whoa, this is so cool. Like it works, you know? It's just like this rock guy being like, package arms and just like totally unexpected and it works. So yeah. I miss it. <laughs> but I have the rumors that they are going to change some of it when they eventually do bring Fantasmic back. So I think the pirates um, section is getting gutted and it might get restored back to Peter Pan. That'd be nice. Yeah. I think enough people were like, this is not as good. Please fix this. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, the, I understand why they themed it that way, but it, it's still Tom Sawyer's Island. Yeah. In my opinion. Mm-hmm. 
I agree. Yeah. So we'll have to see what happens when they eventually bring it back. If they make more changes to the show or if, yeah, who knows? So I haven't actually seen it in a long time. Have either of you? I think Fantasmic is probably the only show that I've watched recently. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to remember the last time. Oh, I'll tell you a funny story about one of the times I watched it. I think Ooh. I was in college. So my first year of college, my roommate and I had both had a pass. And we'd go like almost once a week. Um, and I remember there was one night that we just happened to be passing, you know, Fantasmic, as you do walking past that area and he saw uh, the gate so there's like that kind of vip seating area at that restaurant oh yeah the one is it riverbell yeah riverbell i was gonna say it's not on the new orleans square side it's on the other side so riverbell um so there's that whole kind of terrace area where you have to be eating there in order obviously you have to be eating there to sit there Mm -hmm. (laughs) and so we every time we've walked by and previous times it's we know this but we always keep an eye out just in case there's an empty table and we could like swoop in um and so this time the gate was opened and so and there's the the show had already started so no one was really paying attention anymore so we saw the gate was open we saw there was an empty table right at the corner um so super like quick and fast we just sat down and then i think for anyone who's staying there to watch the show they give you like a certain like a pass or some sort of table marker so that they know you're staying there or oh. something like that. Um, and so that table had that special like fantastic indication or something like that. So we were sitting there watching, enjoying the show, but because there was a table marker there already, we were like, I wonder if we just sat in someone's spot. Like who was here before? Oh no. Cause you know, like if you're there to watch the show, you're, gonna watch the entire show right like yeah yeah you wouldn't just get up and leave and then not come back so we're enjoying the show but in the back of our our minds we're like wonder if like i mean if they come back then they come back we'll leave like it's not a big deal because we did sneak in Mm -hmm. um and then we didn't save the whole show because it is long and it's not as great like you said (laughs) Uh, so we just wanted to like catch some parts as we were walking out on like the side back area of Riverbell, um, there was actually someone that like the paramedics had been called, and oh, no. were, the person we d- definitely found out they were okay. They I think they just got lightheaded or something like that, but we're pretty sure it was their table, and that's why oh. <laughs> there was no one sitting there. But <laughs> we felt it was nice, but also felt bad, and uh, but they were fine. They still got to watch the show from their paramedics area, though. Oh, that's good. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) It has a happy ending, but a little bit of a questionable middle part. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, But, yeah, I think that was maybe the last time, like 2017, maybe. Mm. Was it in the summertime by any chance? I don't think so, because I remember being in, like, jeans and a sweatshirt. Oh, okay. Yeah, that it's crazy. Like, you know, summertime is when you usually see... (gasps) Oh, yeah. Paramedics getting called in. For sure. (laughs) Hydration. Yeah. Don't forget to hydrate. (laughs) Oh, man. It's so crazy. Well, good. I'm glad they were okay. (laughs) Yes. We definitely checked that. (laughs) Okay. Um, Yeah, I think Fantasmic's the only... And then sometimes, like, 
the fireworks show, but I never, again, it's always in passing. Right. Yeah. I'll look, I'll watch for a couple minutes, couple seconds or something, and then I'll continue on to the next ride. I always feel, okay. My daughter loves the shows. And so we'll actually take time to watch them, but we won't like line up or get a spot. It's kind of like, eh, we can watch from a, from back. Yeah. But we also find that whenever there's a show going on, that means a lot of the rides lines are shorter. Yes. And so we take advantage of that a lot. That's what That's we usually smart. do too. Yeah. Like, you know, if we're, if we're like, if there's a parade going on and we're walking towards a ride, then maybe we'll walk a little slower, but like <laughs> overall, we're usually just like, okay, quick, everyone's occupied. Let's go grab this ride. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm glad I'm not alone. Yeah. <laughs> but you know something like now, especially when you were talking about the Tangled show, I really do miss that show. So maybe, maybe when they bring it back or the <clears throat> next time I see it, then, see, you know, the, that, I, I, I guess what it is, is the Tangled show is like, or the Beauty and the Beast show. It, it's like a, it's like a, 20 minute version of what they show at the Hyperion theater in a small intimate crowd. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then also it's, it's an interactive show too. It's, mm-hmm. you know, so you're, and so it's, 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 it feels like that as opposed to a parade. It just, I guess there's no cohesive story to these, sh- like the parade or phantasmic or they're supposed to be, but it's hard to follow. Mm-hmm. So even if you just watch a little bit of it, it's not a big deal. It's just like, oh, lights and all that's amazing. Um, but anyways, that's how I take it. <laughs> I appreciate how simple it is, too. Like, that's the thing. Like, not everything at Disney needs to be, like, state-of-the-art, super, like, highly technical lights and flashings. Like, sometimes, like, it's really, really nice just to see, like, a chill production. But it's so, like, you're you're not blinded by all the technology and, like, you know, special effects and stuff. So you can really appreciate the story and the jokes and, and, you know, the comedic timing and stuff. So, yeah, I really miss that one. <laughs> That's a good choice. I think Zen, I think you won. I oh. think you won too. <laughs> Not that it was a contest, but. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think they're all great shows, but it's just, that's so much fun. You know? I yeah. also think you won because we can still see your show. <laughs> that too. <laughs> that's <laughs> a good point. On, well, on YouTube. Well, yeah, think, yeah, that's true. Yeah. But I think, I'm okay, someone's got to look up. I'm certain Aladdin's on there somewhere. It's gotta be. It's gotta be there. So yeah. and, and there there's probably a grainy um phantasmic somewhere too. <laughs> right. Because that's a little bit too old and video equipment wasn't that good back then. So mm-hmm. Yeah. I've tried looking up even like the old, old, old versions of Main Street Electrical Parade just to see how it's changed throughout the years and uh-huh. wow. <laughs> old what's, videos. What's really fun is every once in a while you'll see someone who has um who brought in a film camera, like in the sixties <gasps> or the seventies? Whoa! And you know the funny thing is, early resolution video cameras were really, really low resolution, but the um the what do you call it the the film cameras actually had fairly decent resolution, so you can actually oh. see some detail. Nice. So try to find some converted film ones. Um, they look a lot better. Hmm, that's a good so, tip. I will look that up. Yeah. 
Actually, it's funny because I, you know, I was talking about the computer, my computer. Um, there's like some software that will enhance old videos and stuff like that. And it will, through, you know, like fuzzy logic will actually enhance them so they're clear and easier to watch. Wow. And upscale them. It's not perfect, but it makes it less pixelated. So it's yeah. more tolerable to watch. Mm-hmm. So I've been hoping to find some things like that and, you know, get the software and mess around with it. But we'll yeah. see. It sounds like fun. Yeah. Or at very minimum, my old video footage, you know, like from when I was uh, a young man or a kid, you mm-hmm. know, that'd be fun. Nice. Well, those are our picks for our favorite shows at the Disney parks. Let us know if you agree with our choices or if you have one that you're like, guys, why didn't you mention this one? This is clearly the superior show. Let us know. We would love to hear um, your thoughts about that. But for now, that does it for this episode of Main Street UCI. Thank you for listening. Be sure to check out our previous episodes at ce.uci.edu slash podcast. And if you have a question or request, you can always send us a message on social media. You can find us at Main Street UCI. We'd love to hear from you. And thanks again to our sponsor, the University of California, Irvine Division of Continuing Education. Find their career boosting courses at ce.uci.edu. And with that, we look forward to seeing you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.